global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. A move, Laura, on a historic trading day with the Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ, all declining part of a global stock market sell-off. Folks from Grand Tierra Energy ringing that closing bell. At the close now, Dow Industrials down 610 points. At the worst level of the day, they have been down as many as 654 points. Stocks tumbling the most since January, joining a sell-off in global risk assets on speculation that the U.K. decision to leave the European Union will hamper worldwide growth. Kit Jukes was our guest right here on Taking Stock this afternoon. He is with Societe Generale, and he had this reaction to what happened with the U.K. vote. You know, at the moment, it, it's, it's the negotiating period, so the uncertainty for the next couple of years and whether that has to go through, I don't know, you know, anger, denial, and then finally acceptance that we have to make the best of, of what we've decided to do. Um, so so, so I'm, I'm nervous about the anger denial phases of this particular negotiation, and I suspect that, that Wiley negotiators will take it slow. So, so those are the things that I worry about. And also reacting to the vote, Nick Colas, chief market strategist at Convergex Group, interviewed moments ago right here on Taking Stock. Like everybody else, it's a very big wow. It was not what was expected, and as the votes came in last night, I think we were all glued to the TV until 1 or 2 in the morning and are a little groggy this morning, and so it's still hard to believe it's happened, but it has. And can't it all on Bloomberg Television Radio, complete coverage right through the weekend. So here's where we stand as we head into the weekend. S&P down 76 at the close. Again, a historic trading day. The S&P at 2,037, a drop there of 3.6%. NASDAQ down 4.1% at the close, down 202 points. Dow Industrials dropping 610 points, down 3.4%. Gold surging $58.1321, a gain there of 4.6%. It is 4.02 on Wall Street. Now let's take a look at other news from around the world on Bloomberg Radio. Charlie, thank you. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Mark Crumpton. Despite concerns in financial markets, Donald Trump is praising the British vote to leave the European Union. Trump spoke to reporters at one of his golf courses in Scotland. He said voters are taking their country back. It'll turn out to be a good thing, maybe short term not, but ultimately I think it will be a good thing. 17 million Britons voted to leave the European Union. 16 million voted to stay. Leave proponent and U.K. Independence Party leader Nigel Farage says he believes more EU nations will follow Britain's lead. The EU's failing. The EU's dying. I hope we've knocked the first brick out of the wall. I hope this is the first step towards a Europe of sovereign nation states. Prime Minister David Cameron resigned this morning, saying the country requires fresh leadership. Among the potential replacements, fellow conservative Boris Johnson, who led the Leave campaign. The International Monetary Fund's managing director, Christine Lagarde, had this reaction, saying, quote, We urge the authorities in the U.K. and Europe to work collaboratively to ensure a smooth transition to a new economic relationship. President Obama is designating the Stonewall Inn in New York City as a national monument, the first to honor gay rights. The tavern in Greenwich Village became the site of an uprising after police raided it in June of 1969, triggering what's widely viewed as the start of the gay rights movement. Global News, 24 hours a day. Powered by more than 2,600 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. 
I'm Mark Crumpton. This is Bloomberg. Charlie? And we thank you. And again, the pound plunging to a 30-year low right now, sterling at 136.48. Again, stocks move lower. S&P 500 index down 76 points today. Year to date, the S&P 500 index showing a loss of three tenths of one percent. The Dow down 611 points, a drop of 3.4 percent. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Move around. Motion creates the motion. I feel the earth. You move like they do. I've never seen anyone move that fast. All right, people, let's move like we've got a purpose. Something's called movers and shakers. They cost a little more. That name cracked me up. Bloomberg Taking Stock, Movers and Shakers, with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. Oh, boy, moving and shaking. That's certainly what we've seen uh, since the vote started coming in. Actually, yesterday afternoon, we saw some of the first exit polls right here during Taking Stock. And, of course, now everyone's assessing the damage. Permanent, temporary, we shall see. Damage today, S&P 500 down more than 3.5%. Only 39 companies saw their share prices close higher. 30, only 39 companies, uh, 466 lower, none unchanged. Dave Wilson, I guess nobody was on the fence. And it's interesting, you know, you look at the lovely movers and shakers you put together every day. Not surprising that the green arrows are for companies that benefit from market volatility or, you know, concern, you know, precious metals. And there's a lot of companies where their actual sales and revenues are at risk and they're down. Absolutely. There are 15 stocks in the S&P 500 that fell more than 10% in today's trading. And the biggest loss went to the uh, mutual fund manager Invesco. Now, the UK and Ireland, it accounts for a smaller share of their business than it did, say, a few years ago. Nonetheless, still about 20% of their revenue comes from the British Isles and also from Ireland. So uh, you can see why people would get concerned about what happens now that the U.K. is uh, going its own way to some extent. And, boy, it certainly showed up with Invesco's shares. They fell 13.7% today. I'm going to tell you about a stock that actually gained, and this is a stock that uh, reported earnings today. The finish line, surging the most in more than seven years, up more than 21%. It beat first quarter expectations in a weak retail environment. It was helped by the strong sale of Adidas, Adidas brand shoes. Sales rose about 2.3%. The company based in Indianapolis reported profit of 23 cents a share, and that topped analyst estimates of 22 cents a share, and the company also reiterated its annual forecast, signaling confidence despite that challenging consumer environment. Shares of finish line up 21%. Bank stocks, kind of a poster child for the just immediate and hard impact of this big Brexit vote. I love this quote in our Bloomberg story by the CEO of Deutsche Bank. This is not such a good day for Europe. We cannot fully foresee the consequences, but there is no doubt that they will be negative on all sides. As you can see it, bank stocks plunging around the world. The Bloomberg Europe Banks and Financial Services Index fell 14%. That's the most in history. Barclays, biggest drop in more than seven years. In fact, Deutsche Bank had its biggest intraday drop since the financial crisis. Uh, Citigroup down uh, more than 9% at the close. Morgan Stanley, the only 
big U.S. bank that had a little question mark over its bank stress test results, even though it did pass when the Fed issued its report yesterday. Morgan Stanley closing down more than 10 percent, Dave. You want to know what had stress tests today? Exchange-traded funds that focus on European stocks. And I just want to point out the biggest one, which is the uh, Vanguard FTSE Europe ETF. The ticker on this one is VGK. And in light of events, shares were down 11.3% today's trading. That's the biggest drop since this ETF was introduced back in March 2005. All right, I'm going to tell you about the Hershey Company because maybe you could use a little chocolate today after today's movement in stocks and bonds. Uh, the Hershey Company announcing ambitious new goals to uh, reduce environmental impact, also increasing the purchase of responsibly sourced ingredients and uh, continuing their efforts uh, to get all that chocolate into people's uh, kitchens. Once again, the Hershey Company shares up eight-tenths of a percent. All right. Now, shall I just do the VIX? I'll do the VIX. Go ahead. All I right. love it. Lots of volatility. Volati- Let's yeah, check it out, man. I'm kidding. A lot of volatility. The Volatility Index brought to you by CBOE VIX Options and Futures. Volatility can be harnessed with CBOE VIX Options and Futures. See disclosures. Learn more at CBOE.com. Powerful outcomes. VIX. All right. The VIX, yes, surging 40%. Up a 6.9, settling at 24.15. And taking a look at the VIX, well, what did the technical charts say? It says that if you were long volatility, you did very well. But the volatility may not be over because historically the VIX remains low. All right, Dave, you're up. Uh, hi, uh, my name is Dave. Wilson, where are you? Wilson! Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? We're going for the price on Wilson. Open up the door, it's Dave! Who? Dave! Hey, well, on a day like today, Dave Wilson, you've got a lot of candidates for your stock of the day with so many having their uh, their path interrupted. But uh, Chesapeake Utilities, what's going on with them? The stock that rose today in the midst of all this. Let's start there. I mean, utility stocks did relatively well, but not as well as this company. Chesapeake Utilities sells natural gas, propane, electricity to customers along the U.S. East Coast. company operates in Florida, Virginia, and Maryland, along with its home state of Delaware. Chesapeake's ticket is CPK. It shares more than quadrupled from the start of the U.S. bull market back in March 2009 through February of this year when they peaked at a record. Since then, they have fallen as much as 14%. The pullback got the attention of Hilliard Lions, which raised Chesapeake today to its second highest rating, a long-term buy. Firm had been neutral on the stock. Analyst Spencer Joyce wrote in a report that Chesapeake may have the highest potential growth rate among utilities that his firm covers. He predicted the shares would rise 24% over two years to $72. Now, data compiled by Bloomberg shows Hilliard Lyons is now the only firm to recommend buying Chesapeake. Three other firms are all neutral. And in fact, Chesapeake went more than three months without a single buy rating. Now, Chesapeake took a big step toward Joyce's target price today, even as U.S. stocks dropped. The shares, well, they closed at $62.86 after climbing 8.2%, and that was the stock's biggest gain since August. Thank you very much. Dave Wilson, very interesting. Our stock's comments. Go ahead, send him an email at dwilson at bloomberg.net. And sign up for his daily free email newsletter. It will make you a smarter investor. 
You're listening to Taking Stock on Bloomberg Radio. I'm Pim Fox, my co-host, Kathleen Hayes. Were you as annoyed as I was with all the people saying, oh, forget the U.K. polls. The bookies are betting on the Remain vote winning. Well, they were so wrong. We're going to find out why on Bloomberg Radio.